Hi, my name is Audrey, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from codependency. Hi. Um, okay, I grew up believing in Jesus, attending church, and even pointing others to God. From a young age, I could explain Bible stories and quote verses like John 3.16, which explain the goodness of God and his grace. Unfortunately, I did not understand my own desperate need for grace until much later. As a judgmental goody two-shoes, I thought I knew all the right answers and would correct you if you needed correcting. I prayed the sinner's prayer to accept Jesus as my savior, but I thought I still had a role in earning God's approval and love. I thought grace was for other people, and I was far more concerned with what others thought of me than God's assessment of me. As an adult, I worked unceasingly to create an image of perfection and would be disturbed when people could see my flaws or even suggest improvement. Because I was constantly on guard for criticism or being found out, I became hypercritical of others to make myself feel better. Wise people in my life saw right through me and often reminded me of truth, which I promptly ignored. Because I was so uncomfortable and constantly shifting to please the people around me, I found it difficult to trust others or even myself. I have always considered myself a relational person, deeply devoted to those that I loved. Sadly, I didn't realize that this unhealthy devotion turned into being codependent on others to determine and validate my worth and value. My first round in regeneration was a blur. In true Audrey fashion, I put my head down and I got through it. At the time, I had just quit a job, was unemployed for several months, had moved in with my parents, and was trying to fix myself so that I could be better for God's glory, of course. I looked at that deadline of 12 steps and did the work to get through, but I didn't know God better as a result, and I didn't love him more. I was treating the symptoms of the deeper issue, a lack of devotion to God, my heart had not been truly changed. I sought the affirmation and approval of other people to validate what I hoped was true about me. I didn't need the approval of everyone, only a select group, my parents, my supervisors, and the men that I dated. Codependency was a term thrown around by my community group and a few others to describe the relationships in my life. Codependency can be defined as a relationship addiction. A codependent is anyone who is dependent on trying to help someone to the point of being controlled or manipulated by that person. I liked being needed, which gave me a sense of significance and purpose. But I also felt controlled and angry that people I loved were handicapped and relied on me more than I was willing to give. As I attempted to help other people, I would be angry that they needed me so much and their need limited my own freedom. Unwittingly, I encouraged their dependence and need for me. I needed to be needed. In my weak dependence on God, I was deeply indebted and dependent on people to establish my meaning in life. I relocated from Austin last year for a new job that promised more than it could deliver and it didn't work out the way that I had hoped. I was miserable during this time, but God graciously provided for me as I continued to seek full-time employment to remain here in Dallas. 
I truly believe that year was about revealing my sin of self-reliance in a whole new light. God deliberately removed every distraction and dismantled every layer of stability other than himself. He shut countless doors for employment and relationships and continued to direct my steps toward him and his purposes. During that time, he taught me to live on very little, to make the most of each opportunity and find joy in each season. I also realized that a component of my codependency struggle is feeling like I have a lack of vision for my life and needing someone to lead me other than Christ. One of my greatest blessings is my dad, and he's a loving and kind man that has only ever demonstrated support and belief in me. I look to him to lead and define me, a role that no earthly father is meant to play. Dads can provide so much security and support for their children, and they should, but my desire for him to provide true purpose and meaning for my life is too great a burden for him to bear. I looked to employers and supervisors to validate me and show me how to succeed. I was particularly drawn to the stellar, dynamic, workaholic types that I could emulate by working long hours, sacrificing for, and going above and beyond to earn their approval and admiration. Even the well-balanced, supportive, and kind supervisors in my career were no match for my reliance on them to affirm me. As for the handful of men that I dated, my expectations and the trajectory for our future relationship became too serious too soon. Fearing that the real me would not be godly enough, attractive, or desirable, I pushed these men to the brink, and they all walked away. In each of these instances, parents, uh, leaders, and boyfriends, my emotions were manic, as if my whole world depended on their response or action toward me. Having the love and admiration of select people defined and empowered me to be who I thought I was. Without it, I was despondent and humiliated. This cycle, which repeated itself again and again, pointed to a weak foundation that was being propped up externally. Codependency on people to make me feel like I was worthy and valuable has been exhausting, harmful, and costly. I have suffered much at my own hands for my own glory, and I am grieved that I have injured precious people along the way. But God, rich in mercy, has pursued me from the beginning and reminds me daily that he is my hope and foundation for the future of all things. I have nothing apart from him. Often I sought to control and would fear what was beyond my control. God lovingly met me there, showing me that life to the full is at his right hand, not mine. John 15, 5b offended me when I read, For apart from me, you can do nothing. But I kept reading, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. John 15, 8. In that relationship of abiding with Jesus, I began to experience true joy, which is his intention for his followers. He knows the depths of my sin and loves me. His steadfast love will not not depart from me or from you. 
Five years after my first round in regeneration, I'm co-leading a group of courageous women and the Lord is breaking me from my own unrealistic expectations on a daily basis. I have fought God at every step, arguing why I think my way is the most logical and clearly the best uh, means to accomplish his glory. Through inventory, I've discovered that I have idolized and worshiped myself, my dreams, my ambitions, my ideals, and my expectations for the future. I held God at arm's length, hoping that he would comply with my plans, because they were good ones, while fearing that he would be most glorified by my plans crashing and burning. Through regeneration, I have been given a new heart of compassion for myself and for others. I'm now able to forgive the hurts in my life and transfer ownership of that sin to God while also extending grace to others in ways I never would have imagined. If tonight is your first at Regeneration, you are welcome here, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity to share what God has done in my life with you. If you are judging me right now, I was that person too. It's okay, it's a safe place. I pray that someday soon you'll be on this stage sharing your story and declaring God's victory in your life despite your own doing. For those of you that are in the thick of it, in inventory or debating about making amends with someone, I beg you not to do what I did by putting your head down and just getting through it. Don't go through the motions. Make the most of this season of life that God has ordained. It is a gift and an opportunity to draw near to his heart and see his beauty in a whole new way. Ultimately, every day is an opportunity to know and love God more and share that love with others. Knowing and truly loving him gives my life purpose and meaning. Everything else is just details. It's such a joy to share my story with others when I know that I'm loved and eternally approved of by God. Psalm 63.3 says, Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. I hope to be of use to his kingdom and live my life as a billboard pointing to him as the one true king, able to heal, save, and redeem each of us for his purposes. We have been reconciled through Christ alone, by grace alone, through faith alone. We don't have to have everything figured out and present an image of perfection. Praise God. My name is Audrey. I have a new life in Christ, and I am recovering from codependency. To God be all the glory.